Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for an opportunity to worship you in giving. And now as we look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts and we will grow thereby. We thank you for this opportunity to look into your word. And we thank you for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are into the third episode of our series entitled, How We Grow. And this today is, again, one of those ones where you may wrestle with it a little bit because we're talking about implementing spiritual disciplines. Today we are going to look at and deal with and hopefully walk away with the tools that are necessary for us to move forward in this area. Because it's going to sound contrary in the words, but once we get to the end, you'll understand it. My opening statement for today is, Growth happens when we slow down to intentionally notice what happens within and around us. Growth happens when we slow down to intentionally notice what happens within and around us. If you remember when we started in episode number one, our subtitle was called The Guardians of Growth. And we talked about guarding your heart, your very center of who you are. Then we jumped last week into episode number two and we talked about the power of generosity. And today we have now stopped at the art of mindfulness. Mindfulness is a word that is being thrown around for everything right now. And, and so I want us to kind of pinpoint what it is so that we can use it effectively for what it is. Now, the train, this train starting off slow, but I'm going to hit the accelerator because we need to get on and get on to this really quickly. Let's look at our definitions. Our first definition is grow. Grow means to advance, to improve, to make progress. Disciplines are to instruct or educate, to inform the mind, to prepare by instructing in correct principles and habits. The word art. Art is a system of rules serving to facilitate the performance of certain actions opposed to science or to speculative principles. <laughs> Mindfulness. Mindfulness is attention, regard, heedfulness, observant. So we're talking today about the art or the system of rules of being observant. Boy, I want to jump into my notes so quick. But let's go into some scripture before I jump into my notes. First stop is going to be in Psalms, the 46th chapter. I couldn't dice it up, so we're going to do the whole chapter. 
And then we're going to jump over to Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at 25 and go through 34. Psalms 46, verse number one says, God is, this is the English Standard Version, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we're not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, Selah. Let's take a quick breath. Verse 4 says, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Take a little breath. Just relax. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Take that breath and relax. Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at verse number 25. This is Jesus talking to us. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Mm. I got to have my Louis. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But, a soul, but if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Here comes the pain point. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. You ain't got to be anxious for it. It's got its own worries. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it will fall upon the good soul of our heart in Jesus' name. Now let's Go on a little journey and just talk for a moment, if you would, please. The, the first thing that we see in the psalm is, is God is giving us this encouragement to trust in him. The psalm says, him only. Why? Because you can 
depend on him. And then the, the, the psalm writer, as he's writing, he, it gets so good to him, he has to take a breath and he stops and he says, let's think about what I just said. Selah. Think about it. Rest on it. Meditate on it. Be in that moment. Think about what God is doing. We have come to a place that we are thinking years ahead but have trouble right where we are. We encourage folks to sit up here and talk about what you're going to be doing in 10 years from now, but they don't even understand what they're going to be doing 10 minutes from now because they have so much going on in their heads, so much going on in their lives, so much going on that they can't even focus. And today, everybody got ADD. Everybody got hyper, uh, uh, what's the other one, active hyper, yeah, all that. Everybody's got all that going on because they cannot focus on what's happening right now. They cannot focus on the present moment. And then they wonder why or how I missed my children growing up. How did me and my spouse grow apart? How did all these things happen? Because we're not focused on today. We're too worried about tomorrow. And if you keep worrying about tomorrow, it just keeps piling up on today. Y'all catch that next week when you think about it. Because sometimes we try to pull what we perceive to be the issues of tomorrow into today. But Jesus just told you, just let tomorrow be tomorrow. Don't try to bring, today got enough stuff going on for you to deal with. Deal with today. Be in the moment. See, the art the, uh, the rules, the, 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 the way that we are mindful is that we are observant of what's going on at this moment. If you remember my opening statement, I said not only what's going on outside, but also what's going on within. There's a new thing called emotional intelligence where you understand the emotion that you have based upon the situation that you're in. And because you understand the emotion, you can deal with it in a positive way if you acknowledge that this is causing a deficiency in you. That's what mindfulness does. It causes us to say, why am I angry at this moment? Why am I excited at this moment? Why am I don't caring at this moment? Why is that going on in me? Why am I not doing it the way that everyone else seems to be doing it? Because there are some things that we have to deal with within ourselves in order to get us to the proper perspective. Why? Because in every perspective that we have, we have to establish that God is in the midst of this. There was another old song that just came to mind. If you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. And then the bridge of the song was, why don't you call him up? 
And it went through every section. Every section would ask you, why don't you call him up? And then the lead would say, call him in the morning. Call, call him at all. Just call him. Why? Because he will answer prayer. But a lot of us, a lot of we, think about calling on Jesus after we're so stressed out, we don't even really want to talk to him. But it's just all we got left. But what God wants to do, he wants us to be in the midst of the moment and being able to say, Lord, I need you now because this seems to be overwhelming. And I know that you are a defense in a time of trouble. You are a refuge. You are a strong tower. You watched over Jacob. I know you watch over me. Wrenching. When we look at people that could have found themselves in a better state if they would have been mindful of the Lord being present in their situation. There are us that we have taking on stressors that God is standing over there with his hands out saying, just give it to me. But no, Lord, let me dance with a little bit. Let me, let me get all worn down and beat up and, and, and feeling despondent about it. Then I hand it over to you. Now, when I say it like that, you're rolling your eyes at me. But that's okay because that's the truth. That's, that's what we do. You know what? That's what I do. I don't want you to think I'm pointing fingers. There's times when I just, want to, I just want to wrestle with it and it becomes a part of my life and it becomes a pet. And you know how we are about our pets. Look straight ahead, you won't know I'm talking about you. But you know what, we put clothes on them now. I found out that they actually have a spa for pets. Where you can take a pet to the spa and they get massages. I saw this. I, I said, boy, I wonder how much that cost. I'll be taking everybody money. But anyway, they, the woman was actually massaging the, 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 uh, the puppy, and the puppy was laid all out. And I was just like. <laughs> and they got the little rooms with the, uh, what's, the what's the stuff? The epileptic, the eucalyptus. And uh, I said, Lord, for a dog? Oh, see, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, and then, see, look at y'all. Yeah, see, see, that's my point exactly. We make pets of some of our anxiety. We make pets of some of our trauma. And then when God is trying to remove it from us, we, get our, we start fighting God. It's just like I have a friend who used to be a police officer, and he said that he goes up onto this domestic dis uh, disturbance call, and the husband and wife are going at it, and his partner made the one mistake you don't make in a, a domestic violence situation. You do not step in the middle and try to separate them. Why? Because then you give them something else to focus on, and they will, they will swing at you in a minute. You wait. Until they acknowledge you, then you separate them. You go in the middle and let you, and that's what happened to his partner. He said it was so funny. He told him, he said, hey, come back. He said, no, no, I'm going to break them up. And he got broke up. And that's what happens. When God comes in and tries to say, hey, I want to take this from you, you like a little two-year-old holding on to your teddy bear with both legs and saying, no, God, you can't have it. It's mine. You can't have it. It's mine. It's my trauma. It's my pain. And it's mine. And he says, but I want to take it from you. 
The way, the rule of this is we have to be present in the moment, understanding. And this is one of the things that we at the church have, have messed up, folks. And we're saying, don't worry about your health. Don't worry about your emotions. Just, just follow the rules of the Spirit. Listen to the Spirit. And the Spirit can't dwell in that old craziness that's inside of you. He's trying to help direct it, and you keep throwing more stuff out. You know, let's take a deep breath and relax. Realize that God has designed us into three parts. And that we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. The problem is the body wants to do whatever feels good for it. The soul wants to do whatever it's told to do. And it takes on what it's told to do and makes it a part of how it functions. The spirit wants to serve God. And so that's why we have to renew our mind where our soul is so we can then tell our body what it's going to do. But if you do not renew your mind, then you run into the, the soul listening to the body. And what did I say? The body wants to do what it feels good to it. But we have to grab hold of this thought that Jesus offers these, com these comforting words that God loves you more than the birds that you see flying. He loves you more than them plants that you planting and looking, making the front of your place look beautiful. He loves you more. He cares for you more than that. But the problem is sometimes we running too fast in order to get cared for. We don't slow down and, and rest in him. How many of y'all have drove, driven past a place over and over and over and over again, and then one day you slow down and look over there and say, I didn't even know that was over there. I dropped past that thing 50 or 60 times, and I just, and that's our problem. We are running so hard, so fast, that we don't take time just to observe, just to take it in, just to take it in. I ain't going to call out nobody, but your to-do to list for the day is longer than your arm. And then it's some carryover from last week. And it's some things you got on your to-do list today in order to prepare for tomorrow. And, and you got all these things to do. But you need to take some time in order just to stop and say, Say I'm just going to rest in this moment. And I'm just going to see how I'm really doing. Oh, wow, I'm still ticked off about that conversation I had last week. I need to deal with this because it's going to fester. And then it's going to come out at the wrong time on the wrong person. And then I'm going to have two people I need to go talk to. If we take the time, if we do these things, I'm telling you that God can work if we become mindful, knowing that if we slow down, that it actually allows us to grow even stronger. Now this one y'all gonna like. This note right here. How many of us have 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 have, have uh, ate ate a really good meal or had some dessert that we really really liked? 
or had something that you, and you just sit there and you just like this, right? Just savoring every moment. We had the, the, the uh, wonderful uh, time to celebrate me being 28 years old. Uh, it's, well, it's the 30th anniversary of my 28th birthday. Uh, and, and, and I like sweet potato pie. I just don't like the crust. And so uh, what was made was what we are calling sweet potato pudding. Now... Sweet potato pudding. I woke up about uh, one o'clock that morning, and it was still sitting out. The ne the next morning, yes, thank you, lovely. And I grabbed me a little teaspoon, and I was just making a line. I took a line like this. And then I did another line. One o'clock in the morning. Because it's just so delicious. Yes, y'all ate my germs. Bless the Lord. <laughs> but why do sometimes we feel we have to rush and, and, and run away from something that is happening wonderfully? Something that is just like, this is such a great moment for me right now. Why do I have to run away? Because we start bringing on all this other extra stuff. You know, the strongest word in the human language is no. No is actually a protective word. Because no means I'm not doing it. Now, if you are a person that is not an adult listening to what I just said, there may be some repercussions for your no. And I don't want you to be blaming Pastor Tim for you getting some repercussions. Because there's a difference between saying no to all that life's throwing at you than you being disciplined or following the rules of your house. So don't get it twisted. Because you're going to get a beating. I mean, you're going to get corrected. You're not going to get a beating. You're going to get corrected. But sometimes we have to look at our schedule. We've got to say, I've got to take something out of this schedule. I don't have time to breathe. I, you know what? I can't remember the last time I stopped to breathe. Good thing it's an involuntary function of my body or I'd probably be dead by now. Because I'm running. I'm doing things. There's nothing wrong with you setting an alarm on your phone or in your house saying, I'm going to take a 30-minute break. And I'm just going to sit here. And I'm just going to relax. I'm going to evaluate myself. I'm going to be in the moment to see if there's something that's trying to trip me up. And I'm going to seek God's face and God's righteousness so that he can help me through the situation. Why? Because it's important for us to have the right mind when we are representing the king of glory. There's too many of us that are walking around with the, with the Christian jersey on, and when we look at their lifestyle, we like, I don't want to be on that team. There's too many of us running through red lights with, honk if you're a Christian on your bumper sticker, uh, and, and folks are like, 
I don't want to be like that. There's too many of us wearing hats in church or whatever saying that we are a certain persuasion, a certain mindset, but our actions do not reveal what we are proclaiming. That's why we have to be observant of how we conduct ourselves. That's why we have to be uh, mindful of what we are doing. Because if you don't, then life will start taking you into an area that you don't want to go into. Now, let me flip this coin real quick because I don't want to think that you got to stop everything. But there are some things that you might need to do. You might need to go on a nature walk. Walk through the woods and just listen to the birds tweeting. Watch the snakes go across the trail. I'm sorry. Uh, for those of y'all that don't like snakes, I apologize. And, and just watch. I, this morning as I was walking outside, we have a little chipmunk that's living under our sidewalk. And that little joker came out and said hi to me. And I said, hey, Mr. Chipmunk, how you doing? And he ran back into his little hole. And, and, and I, was, I just stopped for the moment. And I, was, and I was behind, but I was just like, man, that's pretty good to see Mr. Chipmunk come out. And then I started looking around. I was making sure Mr. Blackie wasn't coming around looking for Mr. Chipmunk. So it was all good. Blackie is the snake that lives on our property, the black snake that lives on our property. But it, 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 we have to sometimes just take time in the midst of what we are doing and just realize God is in the place. God is here. And we got to take time sometimes just to linger on it. So then this leads me to this. What's the point in rushing or hustling and doing all these quick things if you're going in the wrong direction? I remember watching a football game and a defensive lineman actually picked up a fumble and started running. And everybody was cheering. But what they were cheering was, you're going the wrong way. But when everybody's screaming and hollering, you, you just like, woo! And he was running, he was running, he was running. One of his teammates had to tackle him because he was going to give a safety to the other team. If we're going in the wrong way, it just does not become beneficial. Sometimes we need to slow down and, and get clarity on what we're going, where we're going and, and where we're going and how we really want to do it. Sometimes we hear that something needs to be done and we jump out there and do it and then we realize, wait a minute, I, maybe they didn't want it done right now. Or it seems like I'm missing something. Or Instead of getting clarity, asking clarifying questions so that we can get our mind focused on what it is that we need to have and what direction we need to go in. And so as we are going along this journey and as we're, we are doing this, I started off by saying our opening thought. Our opening thought is growth happens when we slow down to intentionally notice what happens within and around us. I got a slide for that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what growth happens when we slow down to intentionally notice 
what happens within and around this. This made me think about the Navy SEAL model. The Navy SEAL model is slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So this reminds us to approach any situation with deliberate and careful consideration. And the quickest route to complete a task is to be methodical and slow. Methodical and slow. So this leads me to my final thought for today. My final thought for today is, if we want to grow, we will slow down. If we want to grow, we'll slow down. I'm going to say it one more time. If we want to grow, we'll slow down. But if you don't want to grow, guess what? You're going to keep doing what you're doing. And we know what the, what, what is it called? The thing of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and then thinking you're going to get a different result? The definition, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and thinking you're going to get a different result. Again, my final thought for today is this. If we want to grow, we will slow down. Notice this. If you want to, you will. So if you don't, you don't. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's so hard. No, that's, that's, that's the simplest of it as it can get. If we want to grow, we will slow down. Now, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we, 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 we got to slow everything down for a moment. Because that is actually the start of everything to happen in your life. The Bible says it like this. It says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So right now, you, if you have not accepted Christ, are on the path of death. But the gift that God has for you and gifts are free is eternal life. So he wants you to choose eternal life. And how do we choose eternal life? It's, the Bible makes it pretty clear. It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confessed and is saved. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Make the decision today to change your direction. Slow down yourself so that you can see the direction you're going in is not beneficial to eternal life for you. And God has already laid everything out. He's already got it in position for you so that you can move in the direction that he has for you. Now, this is the other thing. 
this is what we say. This is not an individual uh, event, but it's a team sport. And we will come alongside you and assist you along this journey. So if you have made that decision, we want you to contact us. Our email is info at godshousecc.com. Or you can test us at 864-920-0100. We are available. On this journey because this is not an individual event it's a team sport and we want to assist you we want to help you we want you to receive all that God has for you well friends and family that's episode number three the art of mindfulness slowing down say la Stopping in the moment, enjoying moments of God's grace, mercy, and beauty around you. But most of all, looking inside yourself and dealing with those emotions, those traumas that are causing you not to walk in the fullness of who God is in your life. Because he cares for you and he is a strong fortress and a refuge for you. Next week, we're going to jump on episode number four. I ain't going to tell you what it is. You got to show up because I, 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 I don't want you to try to guess what it is. You, you know what? I, I am going to tell you. Okay. I just decided I'm, I am going to tell you because it's very significant. This is one that I personally actually, when I, when I, when I came up, when I, when I saw the notes in, in, in this and I said, Ooh, this is one I'm going to wrestle with. Next week, we're going to talk about articulating your thoughts so that you can reference them later to watch how God's working in your life. We actually call it journaling. That's what we call it. We call it journaling. So next week, we're going to talk about journaling. And next week, we're going to be talking about writing our way to growth. How we can reflect on something that we've written and see how God has answered that, which gives us faith to do what we need to do today. That's almost a whole message. I might not, we might not even have church next Sunday. Yes, we are. Don't, even, don't, don't do that. All right. All right. With that being said, until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name.